Thanks again for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are, in fact, free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit the bell for notifications. Upvote and comment. We would appreciate it. Hi, I'm Stephen Willis. This is the Locked On Ole Miss podcast. All right. We talked in the first two segments of the show today about the Zachary Franklin commitment. We talked about how it's going to help Trey Harris and what that does to the offense as a whole. We showed you PFF stats. We um, talked about a little bit of different stuff and matchup and position versatility. I am so freaking excited about this Ole Miss football team right now. Okay? So excited. But in five days' time or nine days' time, SEC is going to reveal their 2024 football schedule. And they are going to protect Mississippi State and they are going to protect LSU. So do not fret over those two games. Now, uh, everybody else, it's going to be based off of balance and fairness or whatever. So Ole Miss is going to probably have four teams um, from the bottom half, maybe five teams from the bottom half, and and then three. We'll see exactly how that goes because four and four could work with what Ole Miss is with right now. But there was a percent win percentage list where Ole Miss was like, 10th in the conference, the Matt Luke years figured heavily in that as well. So we will talk about that as a little bit. Let's bring that up right now. Where is that? Is that right there? No, that's not right there. Here it is. Sorry about that. That's bad pod. 24-7 release predictions for East Team's eight-game SEC schedule for 2024 on Friday. And Ole Miss Rebels were dealt a tough but not outrageous hand. The Rebels are projected to land conference games versus Vanderbilt at Vanderbilt, Mississippi State, Missouri, Arkansas, Kentucky, Tennessee, LSU, and Texas. Yeah, it doesn't take a rocket science to figure out who is not on there. And yes, all day. We'll take it. The projected 2024 opponents at Vanderbilt, Mississippi State, Missouri, at Arkansas, Kentucky at Tennessee, at LSU, and at Texas. If you looked at Ole Miss's permanent three rivals that were projected with a nine-game schedule, it was Arkansas, State, and LSU. Those appear on the schedule as well. It also will have a return to the Tennessee game. We talked about how important that rivalry used to be. Before Arkansas and South Carolina came into the league, Ole Miss and Tennessee played every year. And it was actually a big game. And if you look at old heads like me, we do not like Tennessee, and they do not like us. It's just the way it is. So, But the big thing is, bye-bye Nick Saban. We're not expecting Alabama on the Rebels' schedule. Every year, once the SEC figures out what it wants to do long-term, but the Crimson Tide will be replaced with Texas or Oklahoma in the years they're not designated. Of course, this all is speculation at this point. Ole Miss is not historically one of the haves, and therefore, um, the other seven or eight programs within the conference won't have much of a say um, who it wants to play every year. So, like every other, um, they're not going to have much a say. So, we'll see exactly what happens. I'm pretty fired up about it. Now, here's the downside. If they do this, and that leads to a nine-game schedule, this could be like the preliminary rotation for a nine-game year. So maybe an Oklahoma or a Georgia becomes the ninth game. And so Ole Miss fans are going to completely worry about that. Is it the ninth game? 
And that is absolutely possible. It just is. But the flip side of that is, um, would you take this schedule and add Oklahoma, right? Let's just add Oklahoma to the schedule for the ninth game. And then the off years, you get Georgia, Alabama, and Auburn. I mean, that's kind of the question. And do you want Texas A&M or Tennessee, um, Texas and Oklahoma one year, and then the next year Alabama, Georgia, and Auburn? I think that would be a relatively balanced schedule. I, I kind of like this schedule. I like the idea of Alabama um, getting off the schedule. I do not think both of them need to get off the schedule in one year. Ole Miss should play either Alabama or Auburn every year, in my opinion, and just alternate those. You should not have to double up. That's that's going to lead to weird situations. And just have the Alabama and Georgia go with the Texas and Oklahoma and just alternate them. Um, and then you have like Auburn and, I don't know, South Carolina and those can can alternate as well. So that that's the way I think that will work moving forward. But this temporary eight-game schedule, kind of in favor of it. I like this. If this indeed happens, and we're going to talk about this, we're going to have a live stream for on, on our SEC After Dark show, which if you search SEC After Dark on YouTube, that channel comes up. Give it a subscribe. Um, but we'll have Corey Burton from Georgia, Jake Thomas from Alabama, and Jeb Beecham from Tennessee talking about their halls, essentially, as and the conference as a whole. I'm pretty fired up. I'm pretty fired up. Also, this is the first show that had has had the new graphics. Um, hope they like it. I changed um, the blue, added a little bit more blue in there. Um, and also, I got a new mic. And hopefully, this sounds all right. So, we're going to listen to this, and, and hopefully, this is kind of good to go. Because I'll be pretty fired up about that. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty fired up in general. You guys know me. You guys know me. I am pretty fired up in general. And... This eighth game schedule, I'm okay with it. Like I said, I'm not an eight or a nine game proponent. I'm just not. It, that just doesn't matter to me. If people want to bitch about that, they can't. What I am is about keeping rivals proponent. It's going to be important that Ole Miss plays LSU every year. I think it's important that Ole Miss plays Arkansas every year. And temporary conference schedules have a way of being permanent. If you want to look at the schedule whenever Texas A&M and Missouri came in, we had the temporary schedule that lasted for 13 years and was absolutely terrible. That's just the way that has worked with one rotating conference game to where Texas A&M has not hosted Georgia or something like that. That, that can't happen. So the permanent schedule needs to happen. I'm a proponent of these teams playing, and this Three six six model. It just kind of works. It just kind of works, and we'll see exactly what happens with that. Anyway, thanks for tuning in and making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. Every day is tomorrow on the show. We'll continue to look at it. We're going to look at Joseph Cryer. We'll talk about that a little bit. We're going to continue to look at the schedule thing until the schedule release happens on June fourteenth and any other commitments that Ole Miss has during that time, we are going to hit that as well because we are starting official visit season and camp season. So whether you want to or not, recruiting is kind of the news at the moment. But I do appreciate everybody. By the way, before I get out of here, I'm holding this to the end. Went to Hollywood Studios 
yesterday for my birthday. I got the 40th, 7th birthday pin. Um, my wife got that from me. She planned the whole day. We were out of there a little after 3 o'clock and wrote absolutely everything. We did not wait longer than 15 minutes for a ride. If you have any questions on how to do Disney parks, hit me up in DMs. I will help anybody if you're going to Disney. I'm not saying we, we are necessarily great at it, but we do it all the time. And like I said, not more than 10, 15 minutes wait in any ride today on a weekend at Hollywood Studios on June 4th. I think that's very important. But I hope everybody is going to have a great week. We're going to continue to break some stuff down. We're going to get in the weeds some, as you can see today. But um, I will talk to you later. Hotty toddy.